0: There's so much beauty and joy and freedom in finding that devotional life. The devil works hard to make sure that we are not fully
1: authentic friends. So it takes work, it takes sweat. If you're just gonna sit there and sob about the circumstances that you're in, nothing's gonna change. The practice of our faith is a daily thing.
2: The natural order of relationships are towards chaos, disrespect, but Christ absorbs it and returns that with love. When we face suffering, we want to like we want to fight, we want to just lash out at the world because we're in so much pain. Your life is not your own to do with what you
0: please. It was bought and paid for by Jesus on the cross. You actually do not have the right to do whatever you want to do.
1: Gosh, this is
0: going to be a mess. Welcome back to the Armor of Light podcast. My name is Brady, joined as always by James and Jared. Season three, baby, here we go. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And today we're going to do a little update of where we're at um, post the summer and and see where we're at in terms of life stages and talk a little bit about the future of the podcast. So we'll dive right in. What is a maiden? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> let's, I define, think we already let's define did these one. terms first oh, that's right. that's right.
1: i don't know what the, the actual definition of maiden is i was thinking about is that earlier opposed like, to madame or like madam uh i always said maiden instead of like like girls sure or like but as, like i'm imagining like maiden, the, the other people say like yeah well is maiden more endearing? Is I that think like so a,
2: because Madame would be, you're holding them in pretty high respect. Well, because in a waiting,
0: a w- waiting, a wedding, you have maids of honor. But then uh-huh. if if you're, if if they're married, it's matron of honor. So I'm right. wondering if maiden is telling of their singleness, or lack thereof. Yeah, I don't. I think we have because right, a matron is
2: the someone, in... a matron is someone wearing a black veil. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, taken. You <laughs> <laughs> looking that up? You get Are you texting maidens right now?
1: A girl or young woman, especially an unmarried one. Boom. Especially. Boom. Fair maiden. Solved Give me it. some maidens.
2: Does that mean very single and very unmarried? Like they're especially unmarried. As opposed
1: to what? I think being unmarried. I think I like, like they're not
2: even close to being married. It says,
1: <laughs> one, archaic. A girl or young woman, especially an unmarried one. Um, I think I like the young woman definition of that better mm-hmm. as opposed to a girl. Um, mm. But cricket, of course, chirping, oh, an over in which no runs are scored.
2: That's the definition I was more familiar with.
1: Ah, big cricket guy. <laughs> big cricket He's guy. always chirping yeah. over there. Always hitting the wickets.
2: <laughs> Those sticky wickets.
0: Gosh. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. It is good to be back.
1: I need to be back. Jerry, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. I've been driving 45 minutes to work every day. Mm. And it's a great, great way to pray a rosary. Um, I live with a bunch of my friends still from school. Many of them still in school. Some are not. But enjoying that time, enjoying the... The community that we're I'm able to kinda like leave a legacy on. Not like like you know, Jerry's legacy, but like um being able to, to make sure that there's there's some strong leadership going on past when we when we leave there. Um I've been doing a lot of working, obviously. With full time career now, you have um more days on than off. You're gonna be Not, it's not your 20 hour job a week, 20 hours a week job that you had in college. And, uh, I'm enjoying it. I really like the people that I work with. Um, the hours can be a bit struggling and that's kind of what I've been discerning through lately is, but the, um, the people are great. Like I get to have some of the greatest conversations, um, especially when we go like deeper into how things are going with everyone, just like being able to, to hear from, like, not just Catholic people, but from good friends. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I really like that, and I really like <clears throat> the interactions I get to have with with people every day at my job. So, um, I'm enjoying that part of it. I'm enjoying the fact that I've been way better about praying the rosary now, that I have a 45-minute drive <laughs> to, to fill with time, like... Mm-hmm. like it's a great time to pray a rosary. Get your mind in the right place for a day of work, um, especially if on those days like if you're closing or working on a weekend. It's get your mind in the right place. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, those commutes can be. I mean, you're seeing it as an opportunity for prayer, and I think it's easy to fall into the trap of getting frustrated with the 45 minute commute and just kind of I don't know playing music to pass the time as quickly as you can mm-hmm. but you're using that as an opportunity to actually pray which is which is beautiful.
1: And, and one thing I've actually really appreciated about the fact that I've got that such a, such a commute is that it kind of keeps your work life and your your home life a little bit separate. Like when you when you get home it feels like you're not in the same place the same world necessarily mm-hmm. as when you're in your work place because there are two different cities that are per- I mean, obviously, 45 minutes apart, but um, not the worst drive in the world and very much enjoy it. Yeah.
2: Cool. Well, that, that is
1: before the snow. We haven't gotten snow yet. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: that helps. Yeah. So if we re-record this in maybe three
1: months, your attitude might be very different. <laughs> my attitude in my car. <laughs> like there didn't used to be a crumple there, you know? Oh, that—that's another thing. I have a different car than I'd had before, Good. for reasons unspecified.
2: And her spark plugs work.
1: <laughs> now they do.
2: Now they do. Now they do. Yeah, but that idea of the separation of uh, work and home—maybe this is something we can expand on in, in a later episode. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: we—I I guess we won't touch on that now. But mm-hmm. definitely want to talk about that at some point because I think we have a little too great idea, different opinions or. How to how to correctly balance that, so we can put a pin in that, hmm. in that topic for now. I All guess. Right. But uh, Mr. North, how have you been since hmm. graduating college? I'm doing fantastic.
0: I, I every day I kind of think, wow, I'm I'm very lucky to be in the situation I am. I don't take it for granted. I really don't. Um, I moved to a town like two hours away. Um, from where we went to school and Cedar Rapids, I don't okay. know <laughs> you can know where I live, <laughs> um, in my address. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I live, yeah. Cedar Rapids with uh, a couple of my former roommates from when I was in school and then a very close friend, uh, that we also knew from school and we're all Catholic. We're all very serious about the faith. Uh, we encourage each other. To go to Mass, go to sacraments, adoration, pray, improve ourselves. We support each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we annoy each other. <laughs> <laughs> that is right and just. That is right, right <laughs> and just. Um, I have a good job. Um, I've been getting back into... Or really, I mean, this is the first time I would say I've seriously done lifting, uh, strength training. Um, there's a great gym. Um with a bunch of other Catholic guys at the parish I go to, um, and really getting serious about being a strong man. Literally. Mm -hmm. Um, it helps with, with discipline. I get up super early, go in the gym. Um, not perfect (laughs) at that yet, but, um, that's been super good for my own just mental fortitude. Uh, becoming strong I'm pretty good at it too Um, I'm a big guy so that wasn't a surprise (laughs) to anyone but uh, it's really really fun really fun to get strong and and do something that you can be good at Um, so that's been going great I joined the choir a a choir at um, the parish I go to um, because I sang in school but only like for one year and I was I always regretted not going back and singing more um, because I started working Uh, part-time so i couldn't really swing that um but yeah back to singing and i do it for the um, latin mass which i go to um at my parish and so we sing all the really old gregorian chant style um polyphonic choir pieces that are all like liturgically synced to the calendar and the the there's a family that runs it and or not runs it but like they're basically the, the heart and soul of the choir and they're, they're just fantastic. And the, the organist is great. And, uh, just a lot of, just a solid group of people who want to pray in, uh, in song and make the liturgy beautiful, which it is. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a lot of my time. Um, yeah, I could go more,
1: but that's, those are the, <laughs>
0: those are the highlights. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, um, I
1: will, I, I concur. That was phenomenal having a, a great choir over the mass today. Mm-hmm. Um, and not choirs where they're fighting for your attention, but mm-hmm. um, they're able to sing well. And Even just the position, like having it, us up in the choir loft
2: really mm-hmm. helps. Right. Because um, you're there just, just to elevate the mass. It's, it's just, yeah, yeah it's,
0: we're all facing the same way. We're all, you know, music is headed towards God, and
1: as, is, as are your eyes and ears. And, so. yeah, and it's like especially for those who aren't familiar with the Latin mass, like when you, when you go and you're not able to follow along and kind of lost, you can just kind of sit and be um, surrounded by the Gregorian surrounded by the other, the other music that's being sung Mm -hmm. and kind of give your heart over to get Christ in that moment, knowing that like accepting that, that part of your position in the mass where you don't necessarily need to be doing anything and you're not supposed to be doing anything. Mm -hmm. You're, Allowing the priest to do what the priest does.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I really liked the music this morning. Yeah. The three
2: of us were at mass this morning together. And well, Jerry and I were sitting together and Brady was back in the choir loft singing.
1: He did wink at us though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I always
0: feel weird when people look up back at us. Mm-hmm. I'm often looking back at them because maybe it doesn't seem like that from from down in the pews. But it's very obvious to us if you turn if you turn your head and look up at us yeah and so it always seems like i'm like staring people down Mm. (laughs) or like when they look back i'm already looking at them but it's like it's like i just looked at you because you looked at me (laughs) yeah there was a
2: family sitting in front of us at mass with a bunch of little boys and whenever you guys would start singing whenever the organ would start playing like two of them would turn around and just look up in awe (laughs) It's like I'm, 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 I'm promise I'm not creeping on <laughs> you <yet. laughs> from above. Mm-hmm. So how about That's you, Mister Ludd? How about me? Um, I'm doing doing really well. Kind of have a similar um, feeling as Brady does. Just the other day I was reflecting on just my life since college, and it hit me how how blessed I am to be in the situation that I am in. And I feel like it all kind of happened without. Like, I didn't do anything to deserve to be in the situation that I'm in. So, I graduated from Iowa State with these two, these two fellas here. <laughs> um, moved to, if we're naming cities, the, the better of the Iowa cities, Des, Mo- mm. Des Moines. Moved to Des Moines. i uh, mm. been living there for the past few months and, uh, didn't know a ton of people before moving there. Didn't have a, a core, um, house of people in the same way that Brady does. But, uh, I've just kind of fallen into a parish where there is a lot of young young Catholics, which has been super beautiful to really dive into that. Um, there wasn't really a cohesive, I guess, organization of the young adults in the in the area, so me and some friends we started a book club to try to create some sort of cohesion, because that's something I think we all really enjoyed about STA. And there was there were organizations that were kind of created Mm. or that if you wanted to start a Bible study, like there was guidance on how to do that. Or if you wanted to do a a book study, there was an organization the Thomistic Institute, you would do a book study through them. But that kind of felt like there wasn't any structure to Mm. the young adult community. And so I figured, well, why the heck, why don't I start something? Maybe this will spur other people to do the same thing. And it's just been beautiful to see a lot of people, on fire to be a part of a men's group a bible study a book study basically anything as soon as you invite someone to do something they're super excited that you invited them it's huge it's huge so um yeah i'm enjoying work i guess we i'll talk about that a little bit um i love the people i work with we have a really fun company culture so that work that separation of work and life Almost, I almost disagree with the, the idea of separating the two,
1: hmm.
2: but we can, we can,
1: mm, we can worry hash about that, that out later.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't realize how important liking the people that I work with, how important that is to me until I've enjoyed working with the people that I do work with. So, yeah. So, new
1: this to say, I think <clears throat> we're all doing fairly well. Uh, yeah. I think one of the big things that each of us has kind of hit on is the fact that we've been able to find community, um, in each of our three separate places. Like, um, I obviously didn't move far from Ames cause I am still in Ames, mm-hmm. but, um, was able to find a good group of guys and some younger guys to be able to, to be in part of the community with, um, and to be able to have those conversations that are deeper and be able to, um, just kinda of answer questions and have questions answered by folks. it's really nice, and I think with you guys too um just visiting Cedar Rapids has been you've got we've gotten a good glimpse of what the Catholic community is like here because I mean everyone in the house here is Catholic um we've got friends that are obviously from Iowa State that are still living here and or living here now, and uh, everyone's just really settling in it's it's a beautiful beautiful place. Um. Despite how ugly the city is, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We needed to have one. Um, not there, were, there was too ethics. many compliments. I, was right. say, and then, I appreciate that. And then in Des Moines too. Um, I go to a parish in Des Moines on weekends when I have to work, and I get to witness to some of the younger adult ministries and how they've they've panned out. Like one of my coworkers is is Catholic, and I think he's starting to pick up his, his faith and take it a little bit more into his his hands here. Um, and just the very mention of of starting a Bible study or joining a Bible study, when I was inviting him to yours, mm-hmm. James, um, that put a fire in his belly, which led him to join another and start another one, which was really cool, because, you know, you get to have that, I don't know how much of a role I played in that, but mm. just putting the, the, the chirp in his ear, I think, um you're able to it, you you get to see how the holy spirit moves when you just open that door which is phenomenal
2: i don't know if you guys have experienced this too but i i feel like like there's so many young adults on fire for the faith that we're like on the brink of this huge like revival of the it church it seems like it's, it
0: like yeah. from from my perspective and maybe from all of our perspectives there's there's a wave coming, mm-hmm. and yeah. certainly we can see in like older generations maybe a decline. But from my perspective, and obviously I I flock towards where the community is already right. at, so it totally could be skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm surrounded by holy, passionate young adults um, who want to raise holy families or or are you know in seminary like. We're
1: we're cooking. (laughs) Yeah. It it is really beautiful and refreshing to see. I mean, we used I'm sure we all got those compliments when we were growing up from the old ladies who were like, Oh, it's just so nice to see them young folks here. Yep. But um even for us young folks, it is really nice to see how how our generation has really taken faith seriously and taking the faith of our ancestors and said, like, we wanna bring this forward and bring this Mm -hmm. to its fullness. Um, embracing tradition, embracing, and not just for the tradition's sake, but embracing the the detail that our faith has had implemented for the last 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and it's, I mean, Father's homily <clears throat> today was all about rejoice amidst the, the chaos of the world, and I feel like our generation has done a fairly fairly good job of that. Like, we build... We're building Bible studies, this great Catholic community, and our competing communities, Cedar Rapids and Des Moines, <laughs> trying to see which, which city will be the, capital, the Catholic capital of the United States. <laughs> Take this, Steubenville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a contrast to what the rest of the world is selling. Mm. Like, that's something I noticed is when we were at Coffee and Donuts, kids were laughing and running around. It was absolutely chaos. But like, that's that's what a community is right mm-hmm. there. And it, it's heartbreaking that so many people have never experienced that.
1: Yes. No, and I think that's, that's one of the things that we lose when we go to a big city is, I mean, even in Ames, we kind of felt partitioned from the rest of the parish community because we were students. And I think since we've been able to go out into the world, we've been able mm. to... Um, be a part of those communities in more active ways, and I, <clears throat> I, I agree. I see that the the life is there, and that the, there's just so much beauty in that.
2: And that's something that I, I hate to say it, but something that, that I think Cedar Rapids is doing really well is you talked about you have a Catholic gym that you go to. Mm-hmm. There was the cafe, I won't name it, but the, <laughs> the Catholic coffee shop that we went to it's cool that people are taking things that they're good at, like lifting weights or making coffee and using that to build up the church. Mm -hmm. Like they're starting businesses that are community-oriented, which is super exciting for someone that doesn't think they're called to religious life, but they still want to serve in some way. There's a way to do that in the community. That mission, the Mm -hmm. universal call to
1: mission. Right. And I think that there's something to that too where um we start to develop these communities and build those stronger frong- wow um the build those stronger friendships that there's people on the outside of the church who will who will see that and want to be a part of that and then um so they'll start to join our community so they'll start to in, like implement themselves into it and then once they start to realize what's at the core is Christ that that's what will ultimately convert them yeah. and and bring their hearts to Christ is, is seeing the reason why we have our gyms, why we've built these coffee shops, why we've built these communities and Bible studies. It's just um, something that we love, someone that we love, mm-hmm. and someone that we want everyone to be able to love. Yeah. That
2: kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if you guys have watched Shia LaBeouf's interview with Bishop Barron. When they were talking about mm, the um I haven't, but i, I, Padre know, Pio the, I know of the interview. He, was, he was making and he was saying how one of the things that attracted him to the the religious brothers that he was staying with was he said it felt like he was being invited into laughter, which he had never really been invited into before. Which I think is such a beautiful way of putting like that's what evangelization is. Mm. Like an invitation into
1: into joy. That's that's how you build a community right there. <laughs> well, and <I'm>, Solved it. <laughs> and it's awesome to see everyone again. Yeah. Well, we can mm-hmm. get together. Yeah, it's fun to be back. Yeah. <clears throat> we're back. We're back, baby.
2: <laughs> back in the saddle again. Longhorn nation. We're, we're back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so certainly it's it's wonderful to get back. Um back at the mic. Um uh, we are committed to doing this podcast we don't know exactly what it'll look like (laughs) Uh, things are obviously different now that we live in three different cities Um, there's some drive different distance and and, you know full-time jobs and and things like that but uh, we're gonna make it as best we can Um, and we we thank you for for listening and and, uh, we're excited to continue to have conversations and hopefully do some interviews uh, with people in our new communities now Um, but yeah, we're excited to be back and we'll,
2: yeah, we'll just see see what happens. We'll see what happens. There's not this grand overarching plan for the podcast. It's Mm -hmm. basically whatever happens, happens. Yeah, because
0: we'll certainly shift from a student perspective now Mm -hmm. to a young working adult perspective. And that's just where the conversation will go because we've now entered into a new stage. Um. But obviously students can still benefit that from that perspective and then and, and our peers as well. And whoever else wants to listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was cool. That was a little update for you. Have a have a blessed day.